Welcome back to To The Point. I'm Cindy Aronson, the director of the Wilson Center's Latin American program and your host for this episode. Today, I'm pleased to be joined by Juan Sebastián Roldán, Chief of Staff to the President of Ecuador, Lenin Moreno. Juan Sebastián joins me to discuss Ecuador's recent agreement with the IMF, the role of the Galapagos Islands in economic development, and President Moreno's democratic reforms. Thank you so much, Juan Sebastián Roldán, the Chief of Staff to Ecuadorian President Lenin Moreno for joining us for this conversation. Let's start out by talking about the economy and the impact of the, of the COVID pandemic. Last month, Ecuador and the IMF reached an agreement for an additional $6.5 billion um, in a facility to help stabilize the economy, meet uh, social needs, and especially um, help in light of the drastic decline in oil prices, um, with Ecuador being an important oil exporter. Um, and still, the economy is expected to shrink by about 11% this year. This is not by far the worst in Latin America, but it nonetheless is a significant amount. So can you explain to us how the loan will not only assist Ecuador in restructuring debt with its existing bondholders, but also um, meet social needs that are so critical to address at this time. Thank you very much, Cynthia, for the interview. I'm, I'm very happy to be with you in Ecuador. We, we listen and read what you do every time, so it's an honor for me to be here with you. Uh, yes, Ecuador has got lots of help from the new lateral uh, IMF, the BID, CAF, the World Bank too, because we did things right. Uh, president Lenin Moreno came to to the presidency um, with Rafael Correa, and when when he noticed what happened in the Ecuador, the debt was lots bigger than it it was told. We had lots of problems of corruption. We have lots of problems of how we deliver numbers to the world and to the Ecuadorian people. So uh, President Moreno. Uh, with Richard Martinez, who's the Ministry of Economics, uh, began to, to rewrote the route in the economic sector in Ecuador. And so we came to Washington, we spoke with the IMF, we came with, with the World Bank, we spoke with the BID, and we went to Latin America with CAF, we went to China too. And we spoke also with our um, all the debt sector that Ecuador had in that moment, so that they know what was the right situation with Ecuador and what could we do in the future. And we had three priorities uh, very clear. The first one is people care. We have to have an economic that is worth uh, for the people, for Ecuadorian people. The second one is to fix the problems we have. We have some order in the economics so that the world can believe in Ecuador and the world can believe in what we were doing in that moment. And also, we had to protect employment. So when we had those priorities and we spoke with all the multilateral sector, they helped us. And now the last uh, notice, last news we have about it is that we get to an arrangement with IMF for 6.5 million. And what we are going to do is to now, in the big problem we have with the pandemic, the whole world in Ecuador too, uh, we have to be very careful in, in our four priorities now as Ecuador. First is health. We are worrying about what's happening with health. Ecuador has now one of the best numbers in all the in all Latin America. 
that doesn't mean that we're not worried about what's going to happen. But we had a very big problem in Guayaquil. We learned from Guayaquil and the other cities are a lot better than, than Guayaquil in that moment. And now Ecuador is open to the world. We've got our airports open. We are working in reopening the economy, uh, I think, in different cases in different cities, but we are good about it. The second priority is that the people get social protection, that people get uh, how to eat, because Ecuador is a poor uh, country and we have to worry about the people that in this very difficult situation can get uh, food in their plates and for their lives, the very poor people. The third uh, priority is employment. We are very worried about how can we protect employment in Ecuador. And the fourth one is we in Ecuador have the dollar as our currency. So we have to protect the dollar, the dollar, and we have to protect that as one of the most important things for the Ecuadorian people. So what we get from the IMF is a very important amount of money and also a very important help in, our, uh, in the manage of our economy. Switching now to tourism, which is also an important source of revenue for the Ecuadorian economy, um, millions of people from around the globe have visited the Galapagos Islands, uh, a UNESCO World Heritage Site, um, attracted by the unique habitat, the animals, the marine life, um, the plants. And yet, in, in recent weeks, um, hundreds of fishing vessels from China have appeared just outside the protected zone. So that question, I think, or that, that issue leads me to two questions. First, can you talk a bit about the role of sustainable tourism uh, for Ecuador's economy, the importance of, of those protected areas? And also, how did the Ecuadorian government deal with uh, the presence of so many Chinese fishing vessels, given, as you say, the importance of, of China to the Ecuadorian economy? The first thing is that we um, understand that outside our borders, we only can speak with our, with our with other countries so that we can arrange how our country is protected. Our country, our ocean, and of course, our islands. That's what we did with China. And in a dialogue with that country, we arranged not to, not they to be so close from Galapagos and for the Ecuadorian coast too, because the Galapagos Islands and the continent have in the middle some uh, space, ocean space, so that uh, that's international ocean. We spoke with China and we get to an arrangement so that they don't fish in that uh, spot of our ocean, of our limits. And I think we got a very important agreement with them so that they leave that spot. The second thing that's very important from your question is that uh, sustainable tourism in Ecuador we are working all the time, not only with the Galapagos, also with the Amazonia, with the wild forest. We're working so that in all Ecuador we can have sustainable work, sustainable development, and sustainable tourism. For us, it's very important that the world comprehends that in Ecuador we're worried so that our country gets to, to remain the jewel of the world that has the Galapagos, that has the beaches, that has the mountains, the volcanoes, and also the Amazonia. And we're working on that now with a sector that is very, very hard hit with this uh, pandemic, with COVID-19. We get to help them with credits. We get to help them with uh, some payments that they could um, to postpone with our government so that they can uh, see better moments, better times in the near future. You served uh, for many years 
in a variety of positions in the government of President Moreno's predecessor, Rafael Correa. Um, but since then, um, Moreno, who was seen to be uh, a disciple of, of Correa, has moved to undo many of the policies of that previous government. Things ranging from the kinds of attacks on the independent media to ending a provision in the Constitution for indefinite re-election um, to investigating corruption, something that you were directly involved in. Ecuador is holding presidential elections next year. Uh, Rafael Correa is trying to make a comeback. Do you think he'll succeed? And how do you see the future of the democratic reform process that has been instituted by the Moreno government? You say I worked with Rafael Correa for three, three years. Then the group, the political group I belong to and, and I went out from the government because Rafael Correa wanted to take justice on, him, on his hands. He did that, and we went to opposition. We were the opposition of Rafael Correa. And when we came back with President Moreno, President Moreno is just when, when he broke with Rafael Correa and with what Rafael Correa had done with a democratic situation in Ecuador, with liberty and freedom, what he did also with, with international relations. So the President Moreno, when he went to the presidency, and had four tasks to do, to uh, better democracy, to have real freedom, to have uh, better international relationships, and also to uh, get better to the economy of Ecuador. And now in Ecuador we live in a very healthy democratic situation. Now the judges do what they think they can do. They don't have the power, government power, pressing them to how to judge people. Uh, also we have separate uh, powers, the assembly works for itself. We also have other powers that they can work as free as they as they think they can do. We have a very healthy democracy in Ecuador. Now our media can say and do what they want. When Rafael Correa was president of Ecuador, also the five uh, final years, he went into media. Uh, he wanted to take them to jail. He wanted to to make them pay lots of money so that they can that they can't do what they should do. That's that they say whatever they want to say, they go and say what the government was doing wrong. The third thing was the international relations. If Rafael Correa wanted to be the best friend of Venezuela or Bielorussia, Lenin Moreno went to Europe, to the USA, to Colombia, to Peru, to Chile, because we think we have to be friends with, with those countries that uh, had the, the more important thing that we've got in Ecuador, that's the Ecuadorians. In here in the United States, they live almost 2 million people. And in Spain, they live 1 million people. In Italy, they live 500,000 people. In Colombia, in Peru. So not only our migrant migration, also our commerce sector. We have now very good relationships with the United States, with Europe, with Colombia, with Peru, with Chile. And that's a very important thing for Ecuador and its future. And also, uh, the fourth task is what we just, we just spoke. We had to arrange our economy, and we have to uh, be very careful with economic and with to protect uh, employment. What are, what's going to happen in 2021? What the people decide. With a strong democracy, uh, Ecuadorian people are going to decide who's going to be his next president. President Presidente Moreno said when he came to power that he was going not to go to a re-election and he is not going to be in the election in 2021. And now people can decide whatever they want 
in this very difficult moment. This episode of To The Point was produced and edited by Oscar Cruz. For more on this subject, visit our website, www.wilsoncenter.org lap. Thanks for listening.